Man, Fast 9 hasn't even dropped yet. I mean, we got the trailer, but the movie hasn't even dropped yet. And the hype train is already up and running for Fast 10, man. Now, we knew, I knew, we all knew, Fast 10 was coming. It's inevitable. It, they they Even when they announced Part 8, it was like 8, 9, and 10 are coming. You know, two decades, 10 films, one saga. That was the whole tagline behind it. So... Now we're getting some Fast 10 news. <laughs> and it's kind of a it's kind of a game changer for this series, the news that we got. Now, basically what Vin Diesel is kind of hinting at right now, and I will get into his exact words uh concerning this in a second. But what Vin Diesel is hinting at is that Fast 10 may be a two-parter, man. This shit may be you know, it, it, Fast 10 is going to drop and then it'll be like chapter one and then chapter two is going to be the conclusion of this this saga in this timeline, I guess. Because, of course, they're going to have more Shaw, Hobbs and Shaw movies. You're probably going to have some spinoffs. I would love to see like a spinoff with Roman and Tej and Ramsey. You're going to have the fat. He's even teasing this, you know, the script for um, the Fast and Furious female spinoff. It's a it's a lot, man. It's a lot going on. And of course, me being self-proclaimed. Cinematic gearhead, Fast and Furious movie buff that I am. I'm hype as shit. I can't even lie. I wasn't even going to do. I, I didn't want to keep, you know, uh, overwhelming people with episodes about the Fast and Furious. I really feel like this is my fifth one. I'm not sure. I lost track so early on, but I had to get this off my chest. Now, the Fast Nine trailer dropped a couple weeks ago and is due to be released May 22nd of this year. Now, with that trailer, we, we got, of course, we got classic Fast and Furious shit. We, we got the ride or die. We got Mia back in the mix. We got Han back in the mix, which was a, just blew the doors off of everybody's expectations for Fast 9. You got the sibling reveal. John Cena's playing Jacob Toretto. That's Dom's brother. And in the, the trailer spot, the, t the Super Bowl spot for the trailer, you actually get a quick two quick shots of a, a a race car you know i'm guessing that this racetrack accident because you see a car get uh you know rear-ended and it gets it starts flying in the air ready to bang out so i'm almost certain that that's going to be a flashback sequence to tie in jacob toretto and the show dom's dad uh being killed we also got you know if you blink you'll miss it we got earl and sean back from tokyo drift and spoiler alert somebody uh posted it on instagram twinkie is back in in fast nine bow wow is finally back and i'm glad I, as much as i didn't like his character in uh tokyo drift i'm glad that they're bringing everything full circle because i don't you know i like that they don't leave any stone unturned in that in that type of um that type of situation now as far before i jump into fast 10 and the things that i want if this is indeed gonna be a two-parter I need to know that if this is going to be a two-parter, is Fast 9 going to end on a cliffhanger, you know, like a, basically how Avengers Infinity War ended when Thanos snapped and, you know, people died and basically the Avengers lost. We've never really seen Dom and his crew lose before. You know, it's usually a happy ending and it's a barbecue at the end of it. Everybody's all family. Every Excuse me. Everybody's all good and well. You know, some people die, but for the most part, the family always wins. We've not, we've seen them get their asses handed to them. Fast six, especially when they basically, like Roman said, they were hunting their evil twins. You know, they were getting fucked up by that crew, but we've never seen them lose on some, what do we do now type of, type of ending. So I, I, as much as I wanted that, 
Now that Vin Diesel's saying Fast 10 might be in two parts, I, I don't know if they should do that. I feel like if Fast 10 is going to be in two parts, 9 should end on, you know, a, a more calm note, but have a stinger, post-credits, mid-credits, whatever they decide to do. Have a stinger that sets everything up. Because if you're going to make Fast 10 a two-parter, the first part has to end on that cliffhanger, you know, Infinity War type of ending. I feel like it's only right so that the build-up for part two, you know, the conclusion is... It's going to be even sweeter. You know, the payoff will be even sweeter. Now, with that being said, uh, I was on Instagram a couple days ago and I like m my heart start pounding. I got goosebumps because, you know, Tyrese is always posting shit and he's always, um, you know, he's always keeping people up to speed. Like, yo, this is coming. That's coming. You know, he posted something on Instagram. It was a video of him and uh, Mark Wahlberg and they were calling each other Bobby and Angel Mercer from the four brothers. And I'm like. What are you what are you teasing at? What are you hitting at? Tyrese is good at, you know, leaving people, uh, you know, lost in their thoughts, letting imagination run wild. But he didn't waste no time because he posted a video a couple days ago when he was on a plane. It's him and a few other people. I don't know if they were coming back from the, uh, you know, from the concert uh, and trailer release. I don't know where they were going or where they were coming from, but I know he turned the camera at some point in time in the video on Justin Lin, who had his headphones on. Uh, he had the earmuff headphones on and he had a laptop in front of him just spacing out. This this dude was locked into whatever he was working on. So Tyrese just kept saying fast and furious. Fast what? Fast what? So he got Justin Lin's attention. Justin takes his headphones off and he goes, you know, is it true? Are you, are you over there working on Fast 10? And Justin Lin just smiles and he gets back to typing. You know, he's he's typing and editing Fast 10, you know, like, and it's good to be prepared, but before Fast 9 even drops, like the trailer just dropped and he was on there just smiling away, just focused as he could be working on Fast 10 on the laptop and Tyrese just smiled. You know, they had a couple words after that, but I got hype, man. I got hype because, um, you know, to be that prepared, you know, in Justin Lin's case, I mean, not, not me, because I'm in no way prepared for any of this shit that's about to come as far as the Fast and Furious goes. But for him to be that prepared and that locked in, that's why I love, I know Fast 9 is going to be something special because Justin Lin had a lot of, he said he had a lot on his mind, a lot of fast stories that came to mind when he left the series. So he, for him to come back for nine and ten and for ten to be the you know quote unquote last chapter in this saga is so it's like it's poetry man it's a big love letter to the to the fans out there so shout out to justin lynn again but safe to say yeah he is working on he is working on fast 10 now as far as this being a two-parter vin diesel actually let me actually try to bring up this article so i don't misquote anything vin diesel actually this was on comingsoon.net, and I can't remember who he was talking to during the interview, but this is exact, you know, the exact words Vin Diesel said as follows. He says, and begin quote, he says, I started planning for Fast 10 before we started filming Fast 9. Very much so, Diesel said. The universe is so robust and so rich with talent and rich with story that on one level, it's totally feasible to have spinoffs, and I think that's something that is inevitable. Universal deserves it because of how much they've invested in this little saga, and it'd be good to give back to Universal. And for fans, should Fast 10 parts one and two be the conclusion it would be nice for this world to continue for generations to come yo vin 
You are the fucking man, yo. Like I got like Vin Diesel. Imagine if he never would have came back for that cameo in Tokyo Drift. And to remind people, he came back for that cameo. He agreed to do that, I think, so that he could get the rights to the character Riddick. So that's when Vin Diesel jumped on, you know, Fast and Furious 4 as producer and has been producer ever since. This guy, like the love he has for this for this this character, Dom Toretto, and this Fast and Furious property is fucking insane so just the idea that we're getting a two that we might get a two-parter i don't think he's going to tease it and not give it to the fans because i'm pretty sure there's a there are more people that want that than the more people that don't honestly if it wasn't in two parts and it's a three hour four hour movie i'm there i'm watching it from start to finish i will not miss a beat but again if this is going to be if fast 10 is going to be in two parts there are some things that I need from y'all. Some things I need. Just it's small. It, to me, it's small uh, compared to the shit that y'all pull off in this in this franchise. Just some small requirements I need because a, a, a two parter will be absolutely amazing. It'll be epic. It'll be epic. And I feel like you know they're not. Tr- they are what they are. They are. They exist in their own universe. There's no comic book to go back to. There's no you know. Uh, 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 this is not a remake of anything. They run on their own, you know, they their own terms. Everything is on their terms. So they can do whatever they want. So I need, with that being said, it's funny I said they, they are not based off a comic book because there is going to be a part I need in the final half of Fast 10 where I need my motherfucking Avengers Assemble moment. I need that moment. If people are going to stay hidden in shadow and and hidden off screen in Fast 10, that's cool. Now, we see we're getting some returning characters in Fast 9. I'm pretty sure they haven't even revealed everybody, you know, publicly or in a trailer. You know, some some people do their, you know, they do their, they break apart scenes frame for frame and they do zoom ins on stuff. That's how somebody found out Twinkie was, you know, in Fast 9 and he wasn't even in a trailer. You barely see Sean and Earl in a trailer, like I said before. But if they are, if they're bringing back people, I need that Avengers Assemble moment where everybody comes back in the final act. And when I say everybody, I mean everybody that's still alive. Now, I know Han died. They, they've been bringing characters back from the dead. They brought Letty back, but they made it plausible. You know, how Dom saw her death, that was just how he imagined it. That's not how she really died because you saw it when Brian you know, was talking to Braga and Braga basically broke it down and we see a flashback. I'm pretty sure they'll do the same thing with Han. Now, as far as people that really get killed where we see dead bodies or they go flying out of, pl- you know what? I can't even say flying out of planes because uh, Owen Shaw clearly flew through, was it a windshield he flew through? And, you know, his ass just went, it just disappeared on the runway and all he had was like some some scar damage on one side of his face. Now, I don't know about that, that's one of the reasons why I wouldn't want Giselle to come back because her ass should be dead. She should have been a pretzel when she hit that runway saving Han. But um, yeah, I need everybody back. And when I say everybody, I mean Leon. You know, there's there's a uh, there's mentions online that you know they said that he he publicly said he'll never come back for a movie. I think it's bullshit. I don't buy into it for a second. You know, I I would love to see him back though if that was the case. Like Leon needs to come back. Suki needs to come back from Too Fast Too Furious. Jimmy. 
aka Jin. I don't know how many people remember Jin as a rapper. You know, he was the the Chinese rapper signed with Rough Riders. But if anybody remembers, he was Jimmy. He was the mechanic in Too Fast and Furious. Orange Julius. I can't remember his that that actor's name, but Orange Julius from Too Fast and Furious. Slapjack from Too Fast and Furious, who showed up at the the beginning and the end of Too Fast. That's actually played by Michael Ealy. If anybody wants to. You know, if anybody's wondering who that is, I need Carter Verone because he's still alive. He's just in jail. It'd be fun to see him run into Roman again because Brian has the line at the end of the movie where he says, you know, when he gets out, he's going to kill your ass. It would be good to get um, Jesus. What's the actor's name? Cole Hauser. It'd be good to get him um, back in the movie because he was an intimidating villain. He didn't get to do much, but he's just an intimidating guy altogether. I think it's ever since he played that skinhead in Higher Learning that he he kind of fucked my head up. I need DK back. If I'm not mistaken, DK survived because I know they only just raced at the end and if, it, if he lost anything, it was respect. I need Neela back from Tokyo Drift. I need, I'm pretty sure Braga's still alive. He can break out of prison or someone can get him out. I need Hector back. I need Brian O'Connor back. They There are... There's an article online, not really an article, but just a headline that says Brian O'Connor's character will be back. And I did an episode about that also early on when I first started the podcast, I think. But they said that Universal limited his appearance to just a cameo. And like I said, I think that that's going to be a cameo where, you know, he talks to Mia and, the you know, he's in the background with the kids or something on the phone or whatever. I don't know. Um, I need Hobbs. You got to have Hobbs because even Dwayne Rock Johnson said it himself. He, he said it, you know, when he gave thanks to how big of a success Hobbs and Shaw was, he actually took the time out at the end of the video to lastly give thanks to Vin Diesel, which I thought was so dope. And that just goes to show like how humble these guys can be, you know, two alpha males. And I'm mad that they didn't have a lot of screen time. They really didn't film any scenes together. I don't think for fate of the furious, but they're two behemoths, man. And when you two alpha male behemoths like that, you're going to bump heads, but it is, it should be like a brotherhood at the end of the day, brothers fight, but you got to have Hobbs back. Cause you know, like the rock said, him and Dom's him and Dom have unfinished business. You got to have Owen Deckard, Hattie and Magdalene Shaw. You got to have every Shaw in there because I want to see them all on screen at once. It's going to be fucking hilarious. It's going to be epic. And they all can rumble. Well, the mom, I don't know what she does, but she's got her hands in a lot of shit. She can pull a lot of strings, but Owen Deckard and Hattie can rumble. Now, as far as if they would be bad or good, I don't know. It'd be cool to have the whole team up against every villain that they've ever encountered. That'd be dope, but I don't know how they're going to how they would handle that dynamic i need brixton back uh, idris elba's character and i know he died like he died he died in um hobbs and shaw but you can bring him back that technology first of all he was already dead and they brought him back with that technology they can bring him back again with the same technology and he'll just be like another gi joe i would love to see him another one because he he's one of the best villains that the series has ever had that the entire franchise has ever had because i know hobbs and shaw is something something outside of the regular Fast and Furious movies, but also need, you know, Kurt Russell, he, he's hit or miss for me in the movies, but he is a very big part of uh, Fast 7 and Fast 8, so I would have to have Mr. Nobody and Little Nobody in there, since that's his protege, and you know, he gets verbally beat up on by the crew, and have Sean Earl and Twinkie back have everybody I'm talking this is when I said everybody I, I meant everyone I need that moment where tears are going to stream down my eyes man because literally when I saw Avengers Endgame and Cap caught the ham Thor's hammer and said Avengers assemble and they ran towards Thanos army together 
I got goosebumps and my eyes start watering and I cried. Like I legit cried. And the comic book movies don't make me do that. But I guess it was just the buildup. Like everything with these movies has led up to this point. And that's how I feel about Fast 10. I need this to be just... I need to be at a loss for words in the final, you know, in the final showdown of this movie, like no matter who it's against. Now, as far as like, I wonder with Fast 10, is it going to be a time jump? I wouldn't mind it being a time jump. And if it was a time jump, I always I always wanted them to take this into Mad Max territory, like a real post apocalyptic type of terrain like everything's desert the cars basically are the cars from vigilante 8 and twisted metal somebody's somebody has photoshopped a poster like that dom and letty literally look like they're straight out of a post-apocalyptic movie like resident evil extinction or mad max fury road and they just look badass and the cars has got they got these guns mounting on mountain on them and that's really where i would want part 10 to be but i really doubt they're going to do that um I don't know if they're going to if they're going to if they did that, that'd be awesome. I'd rather they do that than go to space. But I feel like it's kind of limited. You know, with space, you can up the ante way more than you can if it's a post apocalyptic because your, your resources are limited. You know, you're going to you're basically you have makeshift weapons at that point. You have makeshift cars because technology is very limited in, in a future like that. But I would love to see it because I would just love to see a Fast and Furious movie that's so gritty that it could almost be rated R or something like that. And another thing that concerns me before I get to uh, my last point and wrap up the episode is if, if there is a time jump here. Will the kids be involved? You know, when I say the kids, I mean um, little Brian, uh, little Jack, whatever uh, Mia and Brian named their daughter that was on the way in Fast 7. Uh, Nico from Fast 5. Uh, that's actually Vince's son, Vince from Fast and Furious 1. And a lot of people forget that Rosa and Nico, you know, Dom left them a shit ton of money at the end of the movie. And he's like, you know, He's like, you guys, whatever he says is something like you guys will, you guys will be good and, you know, love Dom. And he just leaves them all this money. And he basically leaves them Vince's cut, which was a little over $11 million. So I would love to see Nico, like what him and Rose are doing now, why they, he would get back into that, into that life. I don't know. But Dom, basically him and Vince were, you know, brothers. So Dom is like his uncle. I would love to see something where the kids are just involved and they're kind of just like, know-it-alls and they they want to they kind of want to follow in footsteps but they get into some shit that you know the og crew members have to get them out of i would love to see that but i i really doubt it i don't think they're gonna have kids and you know what i can't say that i was about to say i don't think they're gonna have kids in jeopardy but you got in fate of the furious you got deckard shaw you know sliding little baby brian all over this airplane while he's shooting up goons and beating everybody's ass on the plane so Kids in Danger isn't really, it's no stranger to uh to the series, actually. So, But I, I would love to see that. Now, one of the last things I want to talk about is, will Dom die in The Fast and Furious 10? In the last movie that is in this saga, in this timeline in particular, I want to know if Dominic Toretto will die. Vin Diesel has said, I think when he was promoting Fast 7, I can't remember if he was promoting Fast 7 or The Fate of the Furious, where they asked him, you know, of course, they like, yeah, uh, 8, 9, and 10 is coming. It's in the works. And they were like, do you know how it ends? And he says, I know how it ends. And I couldn't tell if he was like, 
saying that to make people nervous, if he was saying it to get people excited, if he was trying to hint at the fact that he knows who's who's going to meet their demise. I don't know. Personally, I feel like it'd be some crazy shock value if Dom dies at the end of uh, Fast 10. But I think with with the death of Paul Walker on set, they have taken a different approach as far as, you know, because the goons get chopped up and uh, and shot up and beat the hell up beat to death actually dom broke a guy's neck when he was whooping his ass in um in iceland or russia wherever it was taking place in the in part eight but I've, they've taken a different pr- approach as far as like the crew members and i feel like they listen to what the fans say which is one of the reasons why justice for han the hashtag turned into justin lynn actually bringing the character of han back from the dead quote unquote but I, I really don't I don't see them killing Dom off because I think it'll be way too, it definitely will be that fucking uh, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man snap moment for sure. It'll just be, you know, set, risking everything to save your family type of shit. And I like for me personally, if they do kill Dom in Fast 10, that's going to be an emotional moment for me because, you know, People could say these movies are silly. People could say these movies are over the top. They are over the top. Silly, I I don't even call them silly because the movies have a lot of heart to them. There's a great camaraderie with the cast on and off screen. The characters are they, the characters have gotten well fleshed out over. I mean, the characters were always fleshed out for me, but you know, it's 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 going to be it's it's going to be a bad time for me if they kill Dominic Toretto because. I feel like Vin Diesel should be that guy. He should be that, you know, Robert Downey Jr. You know how he pops up. He can pop up in a, you know, a Black Widow prequel. He can pop up in a, he, well, when he was alive, his character, he could pop up in a Spider-Man movie. I feel like with the spinoffs coming, uh, Vin Diesel's character could be that guy to just be the glue to, to tie things together and, you know, make everything come full circle as far as a storyline goes. But man, I mean, either either way, uh, I, I know they'll make it work. But man, if he does die, it's going to be heroic. It's got to be crazy because I, I don't think I bought for a second that he was dead in Fast 7 when he, you know, he hits the NOS tank in the parking garage is falling apart and he, he hits that ramp. And what he does is he he sideswipes a helicopter, but he throws the grenades, the grenade bag in the helicopter. But when he smacks out. He, I mean, he smacks out plenty of times in that movie, but when he smacks out, apparently this is it. And Letty's like, you know, if you die, I die. I'm not ready to leave this place. And I don't think it was, I didn't think he was dead for a second. Like, I really didn't. But if they pull that again, he's really, I keep making a comparison to Robert Downey Jr. Because when Iron Man does the snap, half of this motherfucker's, uh, you know, his, his whole side of his body is Cajun. And it's just like, Dude, like you're not coming back from that. That shit fried your suit. So I can only imagine if the shit, if the snap singed the Hulk's arm, I can only imagine how that felt for Tony Stark, who's an actual human being. So it has to be something like that. Like Dom has to have one of the craziest crashes he's ever had in the series, which isn't saying much because this guy has banged out and done 1080s all over the place, land, sea and air type of shit. But it's got to be something where Dom is just completely fucked up, like where they have to drag him out of a fire or a car before it explodes or something. You know, if they kill him off, they got to you got to make it work. You have to get everybody's emotions involved. You have to get everything involved. You have to think of all factors that have um, led you to this point. But 
I, I don't know. I'm torn because I, on that because I really don't want him to die. Like I said, I want to see him in the spinoffs here and there, cameos and shit. Um, especially if they do one with the ki- the characters of the kids of the crew members. But if they do, it's got to be you know it's got to be major. It's got to be major. Uh, but who knows, man? Uh, only time will tell. I here I am, like t- talking about me being selfish. What I want from Fast Ten, Fast Nine hasn't even dropped yet, man, and I'm still not ready for it. Every time I watch that trailer, I watched it about three times last night on YouTube, just with a big ass smile on my face. I really did, like, and I, I, while I'm in no way ready for that, here I am sitting up talking about what I want from Fast Ten. Like my heart and my, you know, my nerves are gonna be able to withstand. When new, when even the news of the trailer drop comes, I'm not gonna be ready for it. Y'all know I'm an emotional wreck when it comes to this, uh, comes to this franchise. But it's all out of love, though. It's all out of respect, man. So we'll, we'll see what happens, man. I have faith in it. You know, just like I said, Justin Lin came back for a reason, and they trusted him to come back for a reason because nobody, he he was the only one to come back. He, you know, he did three, four, five, and six, and then you had different directors each time after that, so him coming back is good, it's good for the continuity, Is and I also feel like Justin Lin coming back, there are some things that he was pissed off about that, um, they done, that they did in previous movies, like, I know making, um, Jason Statham's character, Shaw, a part of the crew was definitely something that bothered Justin Lin, so, there are things I feel like he's gonna, He's going to put his own spin on and he's going to tie it in, but I don't think he's going to change it up in a way where these things didn't happen. I feel like he's just going to make sense of everything, basically. Like there has to be a there has to be a rational explanation for how Han survived. I mean, and I know some people are like rational explanation in a Fast and Furious movie. I know I get it, but they do make sense of things. And when they do, it's spot on. There are some plot holes in this series, but I'm keeping the faith. You know, the plot holes don't take me out of the movies completely it doesn't make me that pissed off to the point where i'm like you know what i can't deal with this series anymore i'm done nope i'm a loyal fan man i am a day one i am a day one fan and i will always be never turn my back on this series man i'm actually about to email vin diesel justin lynn and universal and um neil moritz and see if they can like drop me a line and put me in one of these movies just have me in a crazy ass crash scene that's it i just want one cameo one cameo that'll set me straight for the rest of my life. That's it. People just be like, oh, you're yeah, that guy that had that two second cameo in Fast and Furious. And I'll wear it with pride, too. I'll be like, yep, I damn sure was. You said your name was what? You just asked me for an autograph afterwards. That's the type of shit I need, you know? So Justin Lin, Universal, Vin Diesel, drop me a line. Not only drop me a line, but y'all can follow <laughs> y'all can follow this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and Radio Public. Shout out to Anchor, but I'm, I need y'all, man. I'm waiting on y'all to get me on these platforms. Um, follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Romero Tudor. Follow the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. I've been getting on people's nerves talking about this series, and I'm going to continue to do so. I love the maniacs, though, man. Big shout out to them. Shout out to the listeners, the two reviewers out there, man. I, I woke up this morning. I'm literally at like 2.99. I shit y'all not, unless somebody listened to an episode while I was doing this episode. But when I say I'm so fucking excited just to hit 300, um, I, I I I can't even really put it into words right now. Y'all hear me stammering over my words, but I am still going to stick to my word. I'm definitely going to do a thank you episode. Every time I hit these these uh, certain hundred marks, man, because it's just like four months and that many people decided to listen to me. It's it's, it's an awesome feeling, man. So, again, shout out to the Tudor reviewers. I appreciate the love and support, man. I will definitely keep showing y'all that love and support right back. 
Yours truly, Romero Tudor. Another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can, people. I will check y'all on the next one.